You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, you guys? You are listening to another Velvet's Edge mini-sode. I'm here with Carrie, my favorite cosmetic nurse in Nashville. And we did another Velvet Sedge mini said recently about Botox, so we figured, you know, we might as well cover filler as well. Might as well. Might as well. So can you just start and tell people there's multiple kinds of filler, mm-hmm. and I think filler is a, even a more daunting word than Botox. Mm-hmm. Filler scares the shit out of me. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. So tell people the different kinds of options. Mm-hmm. So um, there are. There are um, fillers that are permanent, which I usually just don't even deal with, honestly. That seems so old school. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it a lot, especially in Nashville. Yeah. Um, but um, I choose to use fillers from Allergan, which is a company that makes Botox and Latisse and Cool Sculpting and all them. They like pretty much rule the world. But um, you've probably definitely heard of Juvederm, yeah. um, Volbella, Voluma, and Velour, and there's probably another one coming out soon. Um, but anyway, those are the fillers that are most popular. I think there's Restylane, there's Radius, um, which are hyaluronic acid fillers, which are the fillers that I mentioned, um, you know, just now there's an antidote to them. And okay. so those are the ones that seem to be most common. Juvederm probably being top. Because if you got, when you say an antidote, you mean like if you got this filler and you were like, oh, this is terrible, yeah, yeah. you could get rid of it. You can inject a product That's called Harmonex mm-hmm. and it will break down the filler. Okay. Yes. So what would you, like if someone came in and you suggested filler, what would you be seeing? What would be the reasons that you would suggest filler to somebody? Um, mainly, well, first of all, it's, I listen to their main concern. Okay. And, and it might just be that something just is off balance. Like. And usually filler, I mean, most, yes, filler is done the lower half of the face. So cheeks and then the nasolabial folds, which is the area between the nose and the um, mouth area. Like your smile lines. Yeah, your smile lines. Yeah. And then lips, which I love doing lips. And and then there's some areas like in the jowl area. There's some other little accessory areas too. Um, But mainly, um, you know, it's like the lines that are sticking in like the nasolabial fold area. And they're still there after you smile. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're smiling, you should have some lines. But when you're at rest, they shouldn't be sticking. Yeah. So, when things start to stick, you know, sometimes they start to be like, "What? why is it sticking? Or why are they staying? Yeah. Those are called static lines. Um, and then maybe they have that their, their lips want to be a little enhanced. Or they have their bottom lip is smaller than their top lip. And... You know, usually you want your bottom lip at least two thirds bigger than your top. Really? Yeah. You want your bottom. Bigger. That's so weird in the world of like Kylie Jenner lips because I feel like the new look seems to be like a huge top lip. Yeah, but you know, she's got that face shape that could hold it. And if really? You her older pictures, I will admit, she does look better with having more volume in her in lips. Her lips. I do think that there's times where it's definitely just like. I mean, too much in pictures it's you know there's photoshop there's the way she has her lipstick on like it looks like better but if you watch her on tv and it's like 
little ducked out and it's just yeah. very, very swollen. I barely talk. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah. No. You're like, that's like yeah. painful. <laughs> and so, um, and so, yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on your face shape and if you can hold a more augmented mm-hmm. look. Um, and then, so there's a difference between like enhancement to me and like an augment. And when you think of enhancement, um, it's just that you have like your lips just look a little pinker. You know, they're yeah. just they're just a little bit more fuller, but they're not they're very natural. It's very light. It's very lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I usually consider using the filler called Valbella, which is um, probably my workhorse, honestly. Really? Because it's very, very light and very thin. I can put it in areas that are very superficial. It's designed to go like in those texture lines above the lip, those barcode lines uh-huh. um, that many women talk about um, as a main concern. And it also just gives like this pink lipstick look to your lips for a few months. Um, I also like to use it in that tear trough area, which is that area like underneath the eyes. Oh, it gets sunken in a lot. Yeah. And that's a key area for a female too. Well, I notice that a lot when I'm doing makeup on people because people will say, can you cover this circle? And it's like, honestly, there's, it gets to a point where makeup can only do so much if it's too sunken in, you know, like I really can't cake on enough to make it go away. Oh yeah. And, um, and so the, I love using Balbella there because it's mm-hmm. just, it's so light. It won't cause any lumps or bumps because sometimes you can put in a lot of filler there. And when you smile, your muscles move up and you can actually see your filler because it's, right. so it just depends on what you're using there. But I, I, I always opt for Balbella because it's just so safe there. It's just like a little Photoshop finish and okay. it just makes it look a little fresher. I feel like when I'm using like, um, you know, Juvederm or Velour or Voluma, they're just too voluptuous of fillers to put into a very tedious area. Like that. And that's what you were saying to me earlier. There's a, it can like kind of bead up maybe, or maybe that's yeah, not the right lumps. word, but kind yeah. of lumps. Yeah. yeah. If it's injected into the wrong area of the skin, you can definitely have that as a side effect. Um, you want to think of like Voluma, um, like if you're talking about a bed mm-hmm. and the bed frame being voluma, it's going to give support. I'm going to be placing that on the bone. So if we want to, you know, really highlight a cheekbone or give volume back to a really deflated cheek, um, um, and then like Juvederm or Velour, you think of like the mattress, you know, you're putting that in the middle of the skin, like so that nasolabial fold or even in the chin or, you know, areas that sometimes even in an augmented lip. And then you think of Valbella being like the real thin filler. It's just like the bedspread. So it's just very, very superficial. So like lips, tear troughs, areas that are just really close to the skin. Yeah. Um, so I do think that it matters. I, I mean, it definitely matters on how thin or thick your skin is, where we're placing it, what we're trying to achieve. And um, I'm also really big on treatment sessions. So... I mean, I think it's pretty damn good when they're done with their first session, but it ain't good. I mean, I'm kind of a perfectionist, so yeah. I think there's always a little room for improvement. Okay. So if we're trying to take a really flat, um, thin lips and to give them more volume, we gotta we gotta space those treatments out, you know, at least two weeks. So that way, we're building up the filler in the right appropriate plane of the lip, and you know, you know, enhancing it from there. And number one, it's going to make the patient not feel like they look crazy and huge right. and swollen. And people are like overnight, like, oh, what did you do? Because mm-hmm. they shouldn't know what you do. They should just be like, you, you look, look better. Something looks really yes. good about you. 
Yeah. So what's the downtime with filler? Because sometimes people can bruise from filler, right? Yeah, you can bruise any of it. Whenever you okay. put a needle to the skin, you can always So bruise. Botox, filler. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not, you know, an adverse effect. I mean, it's like, right. I mean, it's, it can happen. Um, some people are bruisers, bruisers, some people are not. And there's things that can make you bruise, you know, um, aspirin products, Aleve, right. alcohol, fish oils. fish oils. Yeah, it can make you just more susceptible to bruising. But honestly, if you're, you know, have a gentle hand as an injector and you're using, I use a teeny tiny little insulin needle. Um, then if you have a little tiny bruise, it's something that might last for 48 hours. Yeah. But I would say with filler, you can expect a little bit of inflammation. Okay. For about 48 hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's a lidocaine, a lidocaine um, inflammation, and once that kind of wears off, then um, um, then it can um, you don't feel like it's as swollen. But it can, you know, 48 hours for inflammation because what you see when you're done with your finished um, treatment is kind of what you get, but then inflammation sets in. Yeah. So I because I think the biggest fear, obviously, with filler is just. For me, I've seen a lot of bad filler, yeah. and so it's scary to me because I don't want to ever look like those crazy people who come in and their face is all like plump and over the top, and they just look bloated almost. So that's just another case in point of really do your research True. about your injector before you go in. Ask for before and after pictures. Yeah. Um, ask questions. Like, I mean, you should ask every question. You can should even go to a console, and they should yeah. measure your face and tell you what you need in that area. Um, you know, think about it and then if you need to, I mean, and then go from there, but yeah. And then what's the kind of cost people can look at for filler? So it's a little more expensive than yeah, Botox. It totally is more, a little more expensive. It lasts longer. Mm-hmm. So fillers, um, you know, most of them last about a year to two years. And you know, if you're doing like a light dose of Volbella, Volbella is indicated on the box to last for a year. And if you, I kind of always cut that in half around six months, patients are like, so what do you think about my lips? So you yeah. Yeah. It starts to fade a little yeah. bit. So when we use that muscle and we talk, you know, especially females, we, you know, talk a million times more words per minute than right. men. Um, and so those muscles are, are used a lot. So it's common to do a little like touch or touch up, you know, every six months. Um, if you're doing something a little bit light and especially if it's your sleeping side or your driving side, and then one side of your cupid's bow, your lip might be a little bit off on the other. And once I point that out to my patients, that's all they freaking look at. Yeah. They're like, um, my size off. Yeah. I need, I can't I need focus. Attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I think that's a very good start with filler. If you guys have any more questions, email me at kelly at velvetsedge.com and we will answer this for you. Thanks again, Carrie. Bye.